this evening we are talking to a famous graphic guy from the computer game industry and this time it's Andreas Escher. Hello Andreas, nice to meet you. Hello Jörg and Martin, thank you for the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, so from, from what I know you started being interested in graphics on the Z64 in 87, but let's yeah. start with how did you actually get involved in computers from the, from the start and then in computer graphics? What was the starting point for you? Yes, it was 87. Uh, um, I got my first uh, C64 and uh, trying doing some. Uh, mostly I was playing with this, this computers and then after that uh, starting uh, doing my own graphics. And um, then Ma uh, Manfred, who was already working at uh, Rainbow Art. And um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, it must be really good graphics. Well, good idea. Maybe you can to get a job on uh, Rainbow Art, and that took me to Rainbow Art, um, end of HSM, and, um, uh, and finally I got the job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, so um, that is basically the reason why, why uh, Turrican won Manfred did the graphics himself, and then you did the, the graphics for Turrican 2 on the Z64. Yes. But your first game you started to do graphics for was Katakis, but that was later re-released at Daenerys in 88. I have, I have other projects before us, like Spherical C64 and um, Rock and Roll C64. Okay. Uh, well, I do the, the, the ports from the Amiga to the C64 for those games. Okay. Yeah. And then, and after that, uh, doing was the graphics for the hard and heavy graphics. I do it, do it for the C64 for and for the Amiga graphics. Okay. And that was the successor of Gianna Sisters. Yes, well, of the of the reason, because Gianna Sisters was so successful, and we're doing a second part of this. But we had, all knows the problem with uh, <laughs> with Nintendo. <laughs> to cloning the Mario Brothers, and um, we have to change the name of the the, the game uh, called not Gianna Sisters, and then call us like that. And um, yes, and we have to change some graphics, and and the other thing what uh, nobody knows, most people I don't know, like uh, know that uh, I'm doing the graphic for this game, because uh, I have to change my name in uh, Men Without Name. Okay. Well, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and and you mentioned rock and roll. Rock and roll was actually the game you worked on with Hans Eppisch. Yes. So so I I wonder how, I wonder how was it working as a graphician um, as a graphic artist back in the eighties, um, and finally being paid for it. I mean. In the 80s, I guess many people thought working in the game industry and working on games was a waste of time. I, I remember Rudy, Rudy Stemper told me everybody was surprised you actually could make a living out of creating video games. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, no life after creating. <laughs> I was only doing graphics. So I have no other hobbies or like uh, what do you mean? I think so. Okay. Okay. So, um, 
let's let's talk about how did you actually start making graphics for games? What was the process like? Oh, <laughs> the most the most the most first project I, I have done was uh, was only a port. Except then uh, uh, we saw that Katak is getting further and further and getting more process and in the programming of the game and um, this was normally a side project of Manfred and me and um, Mark Alexander Ulrich was the, the chief at the Rainbow time and he saw that we have very much fun to doing uh, our project but I, I thought us then um, okay if you have so much fun to doing this game can you do it in the main office time and uh, not besides uh, after after work and this was a full project for us. And we're starting to making some 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 scribbles on paper and uh, and then um, how on uh, con writing a concept completely for this uh, what kind of uh, how's the ship, how is how is the enemies, how is the uh, how many uh, how many uh, counts on levels and uh, that's what's the first thing we're doing for Katakis. And uh, we're starting some doing some. Some third drive first. The first level was Manfred's works, and then after that, I joined the second world and and further, further. <laughs> and I also I have also read that Katakis was actually too close to our type, and that is why you had to redo the graphics and republish it as Daenerys. Yes, indeed. It was very close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We have to uh, we have to uh, uh, making some small changes and uh, rename the the game name from Katakis to Daenerys. This was the thing what uh, Activision has us allowed. And 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 I also read that as a part of this deal of being allowed to re-release the game, you actually had to convert R type from the arcades. And I've read, I don't know if this is true, you only had four weeks for the conversion? No, six weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks. We had six weeks to finish the game. The Amiga version, the guys from Factor 5, you have a little bit more time to finish this game. But we have only six weeks. Oh. Yes. Wow. Our time. And, and how was it for you to make, to make such a um, big arcade game under pressure? It's no problem. I like a little bit to work under pressure. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like today the same. I'm doing traffic for my uh, own company today. Um, I like a little bit more pressure. It's, it's a better work, working flow for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I spoke to many uh, people involved in video games and, and they always thought that the pressure was the worst in the video game industry. And now you say Tell me you actually enjoyed the pressure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I guess why not? Um, okay. Um, so I, I wonder how was it for you working together with the coders? I mean, you know, um, Martin, for example, when he when he works on games, um, Music is always very tight and you always try to make it as small as possible. But I guess for graphics, you have the advantage that everybody wants graphics and you don't have any, you know, space limitations for your graphics. 
Yes, yes. It's always the same. <laughs> it has always to be smaller than yes. you make it. It's no. Yeah, except, except you're working with Manfred Franz. Uh, Manfred uh, is it? Oh, okay. You have uh, some another nice idea. Okay, we uh, try to pack it in the game also. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's interesting. That's interesting yes. that you mention it. Sure. So, um, working on Terrican 2 for the graphics was actually not such a constraint. No, it was 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 really good deal. Things so with on Chris uh, Manfred is a really good programmer, and I like to work with him. It's really. Um, if I have some ideas, or yeah, say the most time, no, we we don't need this, or we don't do this, and um, or he he programmed his own uh, working tools, and this was was very very good. Uh, for some sprites, if you are starting with uh, Tatakis for the the big sprites anime, as for 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 for, for um, programming the the big sprites, then and I can. Uh, yeah, I was standing in uh, match stand, and uh, after they put him in the program of uh, Manfred, who have written for this specially for Big Sprite Editor. Mm. I, I also read for many years um, the community thought that Terrican 2 was actually a conversion of the Amiga version, but then I read later on that this is not true. Actually, the Z64 came first. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, uh, Manfred and uh, we did the concept for the Turrican 2 and um, uh, painting all the, the level maps for Turrican. And um, we starting to. Uh, I, I was uh, Manfred was programming and I was uh, doing the graphics. And after that, we finished. I starting the uh, porting to the Amiga. <laughs> Uh, I, I wonder what was the reason you decided to make the uh, story of Terrican 2 on the C64 in black and white comics rather than, than in color, like on the Amiga? Uh, don't ask me, this was at the year for Manfred. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? Okay. <laughs> Uh, b because I think I think especially in in a sort of slideshow you could easily have done color graphics. Yeah, I don't, I don't exactly anymore. It's a long time ago that I can uh, remember uh, what was the really idea for doing this in black and white. Maybe um, I don't know memory reasons or uh, the picture is fine now. We can use uh, hybrid mode of the C64. I don't know exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, you you also you also did co graphics of um, actually one of those early promotion games, uh, Sunny Shine. Yeah. Um, on the funny side of life, okay. and that is was actually for a cigarette company. Yeah, no. I, I wonder, your reaction is like you didn't really enjoy working on that bit. Don't, don't remember to start times. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was young, I was needing the money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We all know this, yeah. <laughs> so, um, it, isn't it hard in a way if you say you really didn't like working on games sometimes, but you have to? Um, at the moment, 
Yeah, how, what did you what did you feel in the moment? I mean, I, I remember I was asking the same question Chris Hulsbeck, and what he did is he asked uh, Ramiro Vaca to help him with doing the music. But from from what I know from you, you you didn't really ask anybody else to help you with graphics if you were working on a game that you didn't really like. No, um, I I was just doing the graphics. So. And that's all. What, yeah. what should I say? <laughs> may, may I ask you it's, because it's, I'm always paid. What? <laughs> <laughs> you pay the graphics, okay? I, I do it. <laughs> I do it. Yeah. Um, as I read, you started making graphics on the C64. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, then my question is uh, because I know that making graphics on the C64 is much more different than on the Amiga or on any other consoles. So when did you start to do graphics on other platforms? Um, yeah, I was as much uh, uh, between graphics. Um, you you know the game Crossout? Yeah, Crossout. Yeah. This yeah. was, um, was uh, the, the intro of Crossout. Okay. This was uh, full painted in Amiga. Okay. Yeah. I used the, the TV modulator from the for the for the Amiga, and yeah. it's uh, the same. Uh, I call this um, softness of the C64 colors, but it's more faster to paint with the mouse. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. Um, wow. The, 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 the game Crossout is actually called X Out. Um, I mean, I mean, it's written X Out, but it's it's called Crossout. Crossout yeah. And I have to say, I, I know the intro. It's amazing. It's beautiful. So you really did a marvelous job there. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, especially if you if you consider. I mean, this is this was released in '89. So towards the end of the lifetime of the Commodore 64, and expectations were high, you know, mm. you had to deliver and making an intro with with such good graphics and animated is is amazing. And and I mean, as I said, you used an Amiga. Exactly those stories <laughs> that is that are not known by anybody. Yeah, the thing yeah. is, what it was a uh, other programmer also. This was Jörg Prenzing. Mm -hmm. He was uh, programming uh, cross out, and yeah, well, he he done his job well. well okay, well, I'm I'm just watching the intro right now, and it's it's really amazing. I know I the know. Amiga intro; it's it's nearly <laughs> the same. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and what won is me the most is um, you 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 started the step towards the consoles at a point. I oh. think, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just I, I just see things like Game Boy. I see the Super Nintendo. I see the Mega Drive. I yeah. see PC. Um, so when was the point that you decided that you have to go further now? Yeah, the point was I was leaving end of '91. I was leaving Rainbow Arts. Okay. I was only the connections to uh, Factor Five. Hmm. And then was starting what I was doing first, and maybe it was the um, Mega Drive. Yeah. Uh, the, the the port from uh, International Superstar Soccer from Super Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. I was doing the port, and besides was uh, was it was never released was 
Mega Indie. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm the Mega Rock game, yeah. I was really sad about this. This was never the release of this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I remember you had a module, a self-made module on the on the Gamescom one time. So can the uh, game be, be played or is it just... Uh... This, this was, this is owner is Lutz. Ah, okay. Not me. Ah, okay, okay. I see. Uh, I see. He, he was uh, running the game also in the, yeah. the Gamescom and uh, some other than watch the game I was okay. looking. <laughs> well, what a pity. <laughs> um I I also wonder because I um I spoke to Rudy before you and he wasn't sure. Did you do the graphics for logical on the C64 or didn't you do it? The graphics. I did. I did. Okay, so he mem he remembered it wrong. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that means that means your last project on the Commodore 64 was Terrican 2. Yes. Interesting. So yeah. you you really you really contributed in a kick-ass game yeah. before you left uh, yeah. Rainbow yeah. Arts. That's just the kick-ass game was Terrican 2 and Amiga. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never had an Amiga, so um, I, I I really enjoyed the Z64 versions. Okay. Um, and uh, as Martin said, you also did graphics on the Game Boy. H how was it for you working, um, well, with four shades of of green and doing <laughs> graphics? Oh no, I like this. So you know, less color I have, so better I get my words. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And this one example, this was. Um, um, uh, Tractor 2. Okay. Yeah, which is actually which is actually the censored version of Contra. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice. Oh, that is your graphics then. That's awesome. <laughs> it was most really really uh, at one hatch to do in this graphics. Uh, yeah, of course the Game Boy has no mode. Well, yeah. So so um so you you thought you had to think ahead how would the graphics look like in different shades of green as the Game Boy even didn't have proper black and white. It was more like a greenish screen. How did you approach that coming from color graphics? That must be a downgrade for you in a way. Well, not really. Well, how I told it was really advantage to to doing this graphics, so it would less colors only be three greens, and I uh, uh, the colors on uh, I was painting the graphics on and this um, Amiga uh, with deep paint, and oh. was same uh, I used the same color uh, like the Game Boy has. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So 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 even for even for other platforms, Amiga was always your main developing system. Yeah, the time, yes. Okay. And later, later, going to the PC. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's, it's, so, so you said, like, okay, I know the restrictions uh, and I will do the Amiga graphics accordingly, and everything else um, has to be converted, I guess. So, so the coders have to convert the graphics from the Amiga format to the Game Boy and other consoles. 
<laughs> not so simply. <laughs> yeah, you have your other color palettes for for uh, yeah. for, for you have to you have to fit for for the other system you need. Okay, so you do the conversion then too. Yes. Ah, okay. Interesting. So, okay. so, so I guess one of your first steps was when you started developing on a new system, learning about the constraints and yeah. the graphic formats used. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the first thing you have learned. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I, I never spoke to many graphic guys, you know, except Oliver Lindau. You know, really? mostly, mostly um, people recognize the music. The music, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of musicians here in our interviews. <laughs> so it's not so important, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I, I find it totally interesting. I'm learning a lot today um, yeah. because um, I don't know. I, I never, never asked you how you actually did your graphics, and now we are learning from it. Yes. Um, and. And I wonder um, how, how was it working um, with Hans Eppisch on rock and roll? I remember some years back I interviewed Hans Eppisch and he said doing the conversion of rock and roll from the Amiga on the C64 was very hard to make it fluent and look as good as on the Amiga. Would you agree or did you say, would you say Hans is wrong? It wasn't a big deal in the end. No. And uh, Hans is, uh, that's right. Uh, it's worse. It was, uh, he did a really job, a good job also. Uh, so it was not the problem for the graphics, perhaps for the for the code then. I don't know, but I. This is uh, this is color reducing. It's no problem. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> color reducing and uh, res resolution reducing. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I, I mean, so a second name. So. Uh, living digitizer. <laughs> uh <-huh>. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, there are tons of examples where this reducing quality and um, colors didn't work well. For example, um, famous is uh, Street Fighter Two, that actually looks very horrible on the C64. Mm -hmm. You yeah. could barely recognize anybody or anything. <laughs> No comments. <laughs> <laughs> no comments. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, okay. Um, so I guess from from all those games, which which game was the most challenging for you? Was there a challenge? Mm, which game was challenging for me? It's hard to say. I think so. Super Protector Two was uh, a little bit challenging to to get this graphics and uh, uh, and uh, the animation via some some animation that the airplane is coming and to reduce from the from the SNES to doing this to the only Game Boy. This was very hard. Okay. And how would you approach animations? I guess that is the hardest to reduce. To doing animations. Yes, yeah. I guess that's the hardest. Yeah, this is really the hard thing. It's not. I cannot animate anything. Uh, mostly, um, I have little problem with 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 people or uh, organic stuff to animate. 
and other to mechanical stuff, architectural stuff, so that's not a problem for me. I like this. That's why I learned a little bit um, technical uh, design, and uh, mm -hmm. that's was, for me no problem. Uh, or later in doing some three-day stuff for, for architecture uh, office, and uh, that's why no problem to, to read the, the build, the, 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 the the print, the, the blueprints, and the stuff. Oh, really? I did. I didn't know you even worked some stuff for architects. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, was a little bit <laughs> <laughs> side business, a small side business. Yeah, small side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We are learning a lot from you today. <laughs> yeah. But I was starting to doing some 3D stuff, and I was working on. Um, and uh, game floor from Toys. The tank game. Tank Ooh. game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and Panzer Elite. Panzer Elite. I now we see a PC yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. I, I doing the the 3D models inside the game. Oh yes. With the pet old tanks and uh, yeah. and cars. What's oh, a hard hard work? Yeah. Also. <laughs> BD uh, Studio just at uh, the time was very tricky. So uh, how how long did you need for graphics on a game? Let's talk about Turrican 2, which is actually a pretty big game. Six months, I think. Six or seven months it was a long time, I think. So that's finished all. Mm. Oh, but uh, it's I can't. Yeah, I, I mean, I, of course, I don't want exact times, just the roundabouts. It's, it's interesting because many people think like, all oh, those small games that must have taken a couple of weeks and then you were done. No, it was actually harder and took longer than people think. Yeah, the point is, you have better tools today. Mm -hmm. If you're using maybe promotion for, for working uh, for the small games, it's okay, or using... Uh, uh, Photoshop, that's, that skill is going so fast and so easy, and the tools that time was really hard to handle. Yeah, this is the problem. Well, and you and you have to do the graphic pixel by pixel. That's also why why those graphics are called pixel graphics. Yeah, pixel by pixel, pixel mover. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I was once um, at uh, Mecca and, and Symposium and and was sitting next to Oliver Lindau. Mm -hmm. As we know, he worked for Starbite and he took hours for finishing um, a graphic for the uh, graphic competition. And I thought like, well, this is perfect. And then he still on top took three hours to improve the picture. What? Really? <laughs> Yeah, while for me it was already more than perfect, yeah. but um, but he said the problem as a graphic artist is you are ne never satisfied and you always have ideas how to make the graphic even more yeah, shining it, and it, better. You get it really final perfect. That's just what 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 the what the graphic uh, graphic artist is thinking. It's the same at the moment that they're doing the job, waiting. Uh, doing some stuff, and my 
I both say, so it's, it's fine, it's fine. No, 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 no. No, I have to, to doing this little bit, uh, this and this here, trade dust here and here, then it's fine. <laughs> um, I wonder, while you were working on the games, did you have a look at what other, what, what other graphic artists did while you were in the industry? Sure. Um... Perhaps you remember some things that amazed you and that you looked at? Oh, so many. <laughs> <laughs> from which time? From from in the, from the 90s or for the, the newers or? Any, any as that you like. I'm, I'm impressed from, from, from Hank Niebock and uh, Oliver, he, he, Oliver do a thing, fine job was doing this uh, eye of the beholder thing, and uh, I was really, really impressed about the graphics. This, this uh, is a, is a fine, uh, fine, uh, fine guy, uh, so <laughs> Yeah, interesting, interesting. Um, but by the way, as we just mentioned, Oliver Lindau, you also worked recently and helping on graphics with the Reshoot R game. Yes. from uh, Richard Löwenstein and so you, you you went back into doing pixel graphics kind of yeah a little bit that's why it's just only to 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 give um his graphic artists a little bit more hint about what they can do uh, using better the colors better for the perfect color palette okay or, or using more black uh, for more expensive this is imagine only imagine the small colors than the humans black here 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 okay yeah that's actually a good point i mean what what people nowadays don't know back you had the problems with color restrictions so for example you only had a certain amount of colors you could use in a certain area and if you if you don't take um attention to the restrictions you actually would have something like color pleading into other areas i don't like this, this is that's that's is what i don't like on the c64 if you can use a uh, limited uh, count on colors in a, a shard this i don't like this <laughs> more uh, it, and then well no. <laughs> no 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 just not good <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was, I was trying to next. I was trying to uh, uh, to work old graphics I have done uh, in '87. Um, uh, I will be doing a rework of this uh, two picks, and I will try again. Let's see what happened or not. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was, I was I, I, the picture getting better or not? This. Okay. Yeah, which which is exactly the point. You said you didn't like the restrictions of the Commodore 64, but um, it's one of your most famous uh, platforms that you worked on. So, um, what I like more was working on the Mega Drive. Really? Yeah. Okay. I like I like the Mega Drive colors and this uh, is. This is like a little bit Japanese style. Yes. Yeah, this, yeah. this, this bright colors. Uh, it's not so like uh, for from the uh, Super Nintendo. This is more soft and more more. Uh, it's not 
the price is only I, I prefer the, the Mega Drive. Really? Okay, okay. Yeah. interesting. Yeah, and, and, and I like to doing the stuff with the Char Six. It's the same. <laughs> huh. But um, actually, you you didn't work. From what I saw, you you worked. You didn't work on the Mega Drive versions of Turrican. You worked on Super Turrican, which was the SNES, actually. Yes, some parts um, was only some reworks. What's not so much what I uh, worked on the on the Mega Drive uh, or on the Super Nintendo. Some uh, Mega Drive, I think, it was uh, level design and. Um, and Super Nintendo was only small fixing programs, not a little bit. <laughs> so, 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 seeing what other graphic uh, graphic artists could improve in their graphics is also one of your things. So you can see you can see when you look look at graphics from somebody like what can be improved. What what can he doing better with Mini? Yes. Well, sometimes, yes. <laughs> as much as say, as much as to, 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 to reshoot, uh, so the graphics, okay, you can uh, do a little bit using other colors, or uh, that's little, is getting a little bit more, um, yeah, more colors. Looks, you have not much colors. You have to doing some tricky things to to uh, work some to see that you have more colors. Yeah, mixing, mixing, mixing on dithering, mixing, dithering, mixing. Yeah. yeah, mix more mixing, yeah. mixing, yeah, and 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 the Mega Drive, the Mega Drive even had um, a a mode called blast processing to get more colors out of the graphics chip from the Mega Drive. But interestingly, um, that was never really much used except in Sonic. No, I I didn't use it. This is just only the normal, the normal. Uh, Graphic mode from the Mega Drive. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was only doing the, the um, Mega Indie and the Super uh, International Superstar Soccer was ported from the. That was the only, only things I was uh, doing on the Mega Drive. <laughs> and I see you also worked uh, later on in 2001 on the Game Boy Color Mohoon 3. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This was a similar time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and also interesting, I see you worked on uh, J2ME titles. So yeah. for Java mobile phones. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> You're reading the Wikipedia sites? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, of course. Of course. Gotcha. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this was the company of uh, Volker Ilusa. He was uh, working together with uh, Jumba. Jumba was just Whoopi Games. Yeah. yeah. In, uh, in English, uh, it was called Jamster. Yeah, it was Jamster. Yeah, Jamster. Jamster yeah. is the British uh, yeah. company of Jamba in Germany. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it was, it was just some small, small titles. I was, um, was what is Oil Imperium? Uh, and to Black, the yeah, the American name is actually called Black Gold. Oh, Black Gold, yes. You know, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, how, how was it? Absolute sense. <laughs> <laughs> but by, you, by your reaction, I can I can feel you didn't really have much. Um, well, you didn't really have much enthusiasm working on platforms like small mobile phones, Java games, I guess. The point is if you're doing some mobile graphic uh, for, for for mobile games, the graphic. It's the same, you know, the same I've been working on for Amiga or this stuff. This yeah, you know, graphic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I mean, of course, the major difference is on such platforms you don't have a lot of people seeing your stuff because the audience is smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And and then then I've I've read that um, you actually did your last game in. 2007 and then you quit the game industry. Um, the last game was this seven called Cubes. Cubes. Ach, this was this was that's two seven. Okay. Um, yeah, this was this was, was, was the company of Volker. Yes, this was the last. And then I left. Yes. Why? I mean, you, you have been so successful working on so many games. Maybe I was a little bit disappointed of the game, uh, of the game's branch. Of course, um, I was uh, busy in 2005 with a company. I do my first three-day games. Um, okay, I was doing a company, uh, a game called Shooter Roach. It was um, a pendant to uh, Moon. <laughs> okay. This was, this was one of the first... Uh, Really, three day games, uh, except the uh, Panzer Elite for Toys. And why you were disappointed? What what did change for you? Uh, this was to starting the people were, was just using you. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's that's what the the games industry for me is today. The the the, the people are using 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 and there's no really honor for the programmers or for the graphics. Really? Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, once once I did an interview with David Crane and not giving credit and honor what what was done on the games was actually the reason why he why he founded Activision and left Atari for the same reason. Really? Yes. He said he said he felt like he like Atari didn't honor uh, the people working on the products, mm -hmm. and this is why he left Atari and uh, founded Activision. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, yeah it's um, it's something many people don't know, but uh, actually it, that is the reason, and that is why uh, if you look in manuals and if you look in in what was what was um, included in those games from Activision back in the 80s, they always had pictures of everybody involved in that particular game with name and credits and a little history, what he's doing, what, what, what are his hobbies and stuff. So would, you would learn about the life of the people involved in the games they created. Maybe the big problem is, 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 is working today in the game so many people uh, yeah. is, and we was only a team of three 
or Manfred, me, Chris. Uh, three to five people then. Yeah, that's the point. Well, maybe maybe four or five. This was yeah. this was mm. uh, not more. Mm. And and going going um, to in to an indie studio nowadays wouldn't have been an option for you. Mm, no, the, the problem is the the payment is not so very well. It's not so good. <laughs> I, I'm working at the moment uh, for uh, a company. I'm doing bathing at the moment, and um, the payment is very well. And the rest is it's really okay. It's not. It's a little bit family uh, family like, uh, but it's okay. After you left the game industry, you actually joined the gambling industry, and now you are making graphic designs for those machines. Yep. Is that a lot of difference for you, or is it basically the same just for a different industry? It's a, it's a little bit different different to the game industry. It's it's uh, the, the the game graphics a little bit simplifies. It's not so much animation. Just you can you can do it much in animation, but you can do it simply. See. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, so, do you have any plans for the future? I don't know. Do you have any other um, options? You know, perhaps rejoining the game industry, but in the indie area or something? Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I cannot. I cannot. Uh, I have no glass ball to to look in my future. I don't know. Uh, you know, you know, the Germans usually ask, like, what do you imagine your your life to be like in five years from now? You know, that's a typical question. Yeah, the, <laughs> I, 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 the point is, uh, in the January, uh, I, I reach my 55 years <laughs> and um, maybe 12 years to my retirement. I don't know exactly what happened in the next 12 years. Maybe I can quit the job. I don't know. Really looking back for the, the games, uh, gaming, world, uh, um, yeah, gaming industries. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, now, now you said at the beginning that um, sometimes the payment is not so good in in indie development studios and so on, and that is why you decided that is not an option for you. But let's imagine let's imagine there was a crowdfunding. Don't know. Let's let's imagine it's for a new Katakis, perhaps. And if the payment was good, would you freelance? And and then say yes, I want to make the graphics for a successor. The point is, I was three years ago. I was working on a concept for Katakis Tool. Oh really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I was starting to try uh, to try how is my uh, skills for pixeling. I was. Uh, Repaint older C sixty four graphics from Katakis to Amiga. It works well. I'm not. I was not thrilled really. Uh, it's, 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 if you need more time, uh, it's getting better. I think so. <laughs> okay, so so you actually still consider making a new Katakis, perhaps? Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I think I, uh, I need a programmer. That's the point. I need time to doing the graphics. This is it's I have my uh, my full time job and uh, a little bit uh, after work to painting. It's okay. I was not 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 a much of thing. So I see. And the other the other thing is uh, the payment is better and yeah less stress. Of course, the company. Yeah. This is the game industry. You have too much stress, and too much stress kills you. Okay, understood. understood. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing all those stories with us and those tiny details about <laughs> graphics on those old games and machines. I learned a lot today, personally. <laughs> so thanks a lot for sharing those insights. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> yeah, welcome. <laughs> so, see you. Bye. See you.